solstice. Gather round the cauldron for another episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch. Which witch are Welcome back to the wild ride that is K.T. Gedgedaus's life in this continuation interview of a phenomenal human being. And now, Shelly and Lisa. Thank you again for coming to Good Witch, Bad Witch. Um, I am your host, Lisa Brown, and yes. I'm the Bad Witch. Across from me is the Good Witch, Shelly Majors. And I'm, then I'm also a host. Well, we were just yeah. talking These about it just becoming my show, <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of decided that it would be. You um, know what? But me? Yeah. I'm the man witch, by he the way. Man -witch I just sit over here and I look at these pretty girls and go, God, I love my job. Right. And we are going to yes. dive right in because our guest is back. We flew her in. We did. It's so For cool. the second round <laughs> of her interview. We have that, that, that money coming the in. We, yeah, it's in the budget. And um, our next sponsor is Southwest. So thank you, Southwest <laughs> Airlines, for helping us out. Um, so when we last saw you last week, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. We were we and just had finished up Vegas talk, yes. and that, that was. I mean, I, I'm glad that we had to cut it off because that really got to me. Yeah, I mean well, that that was heart wrenching, and I would never want anybody anybody ever have to see what our friend Corinne has seen. And but what a what a great trooper that you. Did what you did, and you 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 stood in there. I stood in there tall. Is that even a thing to say? But I don't, you, I don't know. it's it's incredible. And well, yeah, so now she, we're going to move on to happier things. Happier things, which is for surviving cancer. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, we're going a, on to something cheerful, talk. like the big C, like yeah. cancer. Yeah. 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 You know, nothing says it's comedy <laughs> podcast like cancer. Cancer. Mm. So, yeah. it, it tickles your so, funny bone. <laughs> After uh, the Vegas shooting, and so all the, that, yeah, yes. So then, the next big obstacle in your life was that you had found out, and tell tell our listeners and stuff how you did find out that <clears throat> you actually you had throat and tongue cancer. Yes, tonsil, tongue, and neck and throat. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and just uh, FYI to all the parents out there, go get your kids the HPV vaccination. Because if Excellent. I can, if I yes. can prevent one person from having to go through what I went through, then it was 100% worth it. Uh, they found out after they biopsied me that um, my cancer was due to the HPV virus that I had just always had in my system. It wasn't. It can be sexually transmitted. It doesn't have to be. Mine was not. Uh, and had they had the vaccination available for us when we yeah, were when younger, we, when we were kids, it yeah. would have prevented it. And actually, the type of cancer that I went through is one of the, um, I'm trying to think how they put it, the fastest growing types of cancer that people are getting because of the HPV virus and because people our age didn't have a vaccine available to them. So... I don't care what you think about vaccines in general. I'm not trying to have a political discussion, but the HPV vaccine is a thing. You can get it if you're under 40. It can prevent all these cancers. Please, please, please go get it. Get it for your kids. Dude, that's an amazing so, PSA. I didn't yeah, know that about yeah. you in particular. Yeah. That that's if, really um, informational. When they biopsied my tumors, they had said, uh, which I will go back to, Lisa, mm -hmm. but they said that if it hadn't been HPV, it would have been stage four, but because it was cancer caused by HPV, it was only stage two. Only, still terrifying. Yeah, only. But, yeah. so, but still, like, that's 
pretty huge when you're talking about uh, treatment Life and recovery and that yes. kind of stuff. So, well, and when you're also talking about somebody who's in good shape, who's yeah. thin, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Not smoke, a drinker, not yes. a big drinker. Yeah. yeah. And so, what, were, were there any symptoms? What what brought so this on? It was it was weird. Um, I had actually gone out to sushi with my friend Jan because I love sushi, <laughs> and I felt a little fishbone going in, into my tongue. Which, if you eat sushi often enough, occasionally you're going to get a little fishbone. And so I kind of didn't think about it, sort of ignored it. It was, you know, annoying, but whatever. It's happened and, you know, uh, had to go to work the next couple nights and didn't go away and swishing with salt water and it didn't go away. And then the next week was when COVID hit. And so that just came down like a ton of bricks. And uh, in the hospital, you know, obviously we were all on high alert and changing all extra rooms to negative pressure rooms and getting all of our PPEs and doing all these things and, um, oops, sorry, um, (laughs) and expecting it to be this big thing for the pediatric community, because normally they are one of the high risk groups. You have the Mm. older groups and the pre-existing conditions and then kids, like Mm. they're usually high risk. So we thought it was going to, uh, really hit us hard. So we jumped into getting everything COVID ready and helping out in the adult ER and doing all this stuff. And so probably three weeks later, um, I was in the ER one night working and went up to one of my physician buddies and I just said, can you take a look? Like, it's just annoying and it doesn't really hurt, but there's just, it was a lump on my tongue and now I have like a little lump on my, in my throat, but I thought it was a lymph node reacting to like having an infection. Right. And so he, oh my gosh, my dog is snoring so hard. Sorry. <laughs> so, so cute. Um, you have to that, see, I'm gonna take, I took pictures. It's that's so what's all God. about right he's here just, on he's Good Witch, Bad Witch. He's like, I've heard this story. Oh, boring. Cancer. So blah, boring. Blah, 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 You're so tough. Um, so he took a look and kind of, you know, felt around and stuff. And he said, he was the first person that sort of alerted me. He said, um, I really think you need to go have this looked at. And we're super sarcastic in the ER. Nothing's ever serious. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And he kind of, touched my shoulder and, told and, you. and said, no, really, you need to go have this looked at. I'm concerned because that is not your lymph node. Like your lymph node is under that lump that's yeah, in your right here. neck. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I went, oh, crap, okay. But everything was closed down. So I called my primary care. They weren't seeing anybody. We did a you know little phone conversation. And so it ended up, <clears throat> I went to see my dentist first. I was able to get in to see her a little faster. And she took a bunch of x-rays and looked around and said, uh, yeah, so I think you need to see an oral surgeon because it's not your tooth or anything like that. Like, you need to see an oral surgeon. And I went, oh, okay, well, let's see. What's my schedule next week? And she's like, oh, no, you misunderstand. You're going over right now. I was wow. like, what? But how smart I, is that to go to your dentist? Well, because I would never. Because you know, again, I kept thinking it was just something, just something that was stuck in, in my jaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's freaking incredible. Yeah, but that's and scary to hear that. Oh, yeah, we're going today. Yeah, she's like, oh no, no, you're going now. Like wow. I've already called them. They ex- they're expecting you. I was like, oh okay. So went into the oral surgeon, and he did the same kind of thing and poked around and looked around and went, so uh, you know, you're a nurse. So I'm just and I said just. Be honest yeah, with me. Give don't it to me whatever. Up. Yeah. And he's just like, unfortunately, I think there's a really good chance that it might be cancerous. Of course, I can't tell you 100 percent until we biopsy things. And so he's just like, you, you know, you need to actually go see this guy, who is an ENT oncologist specifically. Like I'm an ENT guy, but I don't do the cancer side of it. But I, you need to go have this biopsy. It definitely needs to be checked out. Wow. I've called them. They're shut for the day. Oh, my gosh. He snores so hard. <laughs> for a lay person, is that ear, nose, throat? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Ear, nose, throat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
so he said, they will see you first thing in the morning. And I said, oh, okay. So, you know, went home and tried not to think about it and whatever. And so the next morning... But everybody has a sense of urgency. That's terrifying. Yeah, and especially that, b- being in the medical field. Yes. Uh, and, and it being COVID. And I thought, people aren't seeing people unless it's serious. Right. Wow, right. yeah. I was like, all right, well, don't panic yet. It could still be something else. You don't know. Biopsies, whatever, blah, Fish blah. Fish bones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> whatever. So uh, went in the next day to the ENT, ear, nose, throat oncology specialist and he shoved a camera up my nose to look down and like look at everything and had zero bedside manner but was supposed to be one of the best surgeons there was so okay so he pulled the camera out and said oh yeah that's cancer and i was like Whoa. and he goes eh, yeah and we're gonna biopsy that thing in your neck but it, but it's cancer wow and no walked out of the room no, no. no, no. walked out of the room wow and did you so, get a lollipop no. Oh, bastard. I know. Oh, fucker. Not yeah. even a cool band-aid on the biopsy the side. Like, nothing. Yes. So, um, we biopsied the lump in my neck. But Did they do it from the outside or inside? From the outside. Okay. But he said, I can, by putting the camera down my nose, he said, mm-hmm. it's, he's like, you have it in at least one of your tonsils, for sure. Wow. And he said, I can see the lump on your tongue, and then the lump on my throat was <laughs> visual from the outside. And then, by then, I actually had two lumps in the back of my neck. Like, it happened that mm-hmm. fast, within weeks. Um, well, I mean, that was, yes, wouldn't have been weeks of me initially noticing anything. Uh, so they came in, stuck a giant needle into my throat a couple times. Jesus. Oh, God. And <laughs> sent me on my way. And then within 48 hours, I'd say it was pretty quick. It came back right away that it was positive. Uh, yeah. So I was scheduled for a tonsillectomy first, which as an adult, don't do that. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, so they had to remove my tonsils first, and then I had to heal from that. So that was six weeks later. Then wow. I st- started chemo and radiation. Wow. So it At was the same really time, fast. Right? At, At the same time, doing chemo and radiation together. Yeah. Just <clears throat> yeah. fast-tracking it. Yeah. Um, you had told me that they do like a, a custom form-fitted, kind of like a mesh mask over your face yeah, and so, throat so for my type of cancer different cancers have different chemos and different radiations and that sort of thing so for not my type of cancer uh the chemotherapy didn't cause hair loss like breast cancer causes hair loss mm-hmm. um from the top of your head that's why you'll see all the the breast cancer ladies have lost their hair on their head mine it was the radiation <laughs> I love yeah it. i was like yeah, i don't that's, care that's yeah, i don't snoring. care he's snoring through all of it yeah. um Poor kids. So when you go in for radiation, time. they <clears throat> they do what do they call it? It wasn't a dry run, but basically it's like a, a rehearsal. So you go in and they lay you down on the table where they're going to want you, and they take this warm net mesh material and lay it over whatever type of your body is going to be radiated. So for me, it was my head and my neck and the top part of my shoulders, and they form fit it to your body. And so it's yours. Like no one else can wear it. Yeah. Yeah, No one else can do anything with it. And then when you're on the table, you can't move at all. And they try to put an like an air hole where my mouth was. They normally put a syringe, like a straw, into (laughs) your mouth, but a big one, into your mouth. But at that point, everything hurt so bad from the tonsillectomy and stuff that I couldn't open my mouth. And so they said, "Well, can you breathe through your nose? Like, are you claustrophobic? Is this going to bother you?" And I said, "Well, I'm not claustrophobic. This would bother." anybody like yeah. are you kidding exactly. and they said well Smothering we, my face yeah we we don't really have any options either you have to do it this way or you have to just keep your mouth closed and, and i was like well i guess i have to keep my mouth closed and again it was really hard for me to talk at that point in time still 
Um, so I can show you guys a picture if you want to put it up on the page. Yeah. It's pretty horrifying. And then they bolt you. <laughs> we love horror. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you want some true crime stuff? Yeah, right. Some true horror. <laughs> yeah. So they bolt you to the table so you can't move yeah, an you, iota. Like you, not even a centimeter. Because when they're radiating you, they need to know exactly where oh they're getting. So God. it looks like a torture device, like the yeah. pictures of it. Uh, and I have it at home. Uh, um, and we're going to go to the desert with my buddy's AK-47 and blow the out of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good noise. deal. So what, so um, fast forward to now mm-hmm. and stuff. The, your last pet scan, you are completely <clears throat> cancer free. Yes. So uh, the the last pet scan, um, it, it was a little frustrating because my first pet scan after treatment was done. They said, well, you're clear, but there's still stuff there. And I'm like, what does that mean? And they said, well, no, they, we expect you to heal at a certain rate and this kind of thing. So you're doing exactly what we expect you to do. So we still see a little bit of residual action happening, but that's what we expect we're calling it clear. You're good. So got together with my friends. We had a big party. It was fantastic. Yay. And then my next pet scan, they're like, um, not so much. Hey? Not so much. Fuck. And I was like, what? And they said, you still have some stuff going on in your tongue. And we don't know if it's because you're healing slowly or what the deal is. So it was a long fight with insurance. And that's a whole yeah. other that, story. That, but I finally, finally, three. finally, <laughs> geez, that'll be part 25. <laughs> but I finally got my pet scan done and yeah so it is all clear so i'm considered cancer free and then after five years so four more pet scans of being clear Mm -hmm. then i'm considered cured okay yeah and what do you have any long-term effects lots okay lots and lots yeah so chemo and radiation are good for what they do but then they cause all these other issues so uh, like my teeth are a disaster. I've had a bunch of root canals and a bunch of crowns placed and a bunch of cavities filled because again they're radiating the top part mm-hmm. of my right. body right here. Um, I have frozen shoulder syndrome, possible torn rotator cuff from hyperemesis, which is just nonstop barfing because every time I'd hit the toilet, oh. like my arms would oh my god brace oh my me, god. and so wow. they're pretty sure I tore my rotator cuff, which I'm left-handed, so that's fun. Um, and then just the chemo and radiation caused just you know, joint issues and all this stuff. I went to a neurologist because I was having these migraines that put me in the hospital. And she's like, oh, blah, blah. And then your stroke. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, you had a stroke. And I was like, what? Why did no one ever tell me this? And she goes, well, they were looking for an active bleed when you were admitted to the ER, you know, with your migraines. And this is not active. But she goes, I can see your a bunch of your scans from, you know, before you started chemo and radiation and now. And she's like, you had a stroke at some point in time. So... Maybe that's why your left arm is weak, and maybe that's what's causing some of your speech issues. Because I still can't really feel part, some of my mm-hmm. mouth and tongue a little bit. And some days I'll wake <laughs> up and it'll be like it'll just be weird. I'll I will feel like I sound drunk, even though I'm not in any way, shape, or form. But like my tongue will just be numb. And, and I does can't. the dry mouth contribute to that? Also, that is crazy. Yeah. Dry mouth. yeah. So my salivary glands are toast. So I constantly, like right now, have my battle of arms. She has to, She's she has so hydrated, guys. Refresh. Yeah. Super hydrated. Yeah. And I, I haven't noticed anything with your speech, other than you're more raspy. Yeah, and, and stuff, which and is in my head, it sounds which it, it, bad. it's really sexy. Though. Yeah, Thank you. that's it what is. I was going to say. You, too. you got that sexy, Scandal. raspy voice. Good, good, good. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it's different, in the, like you said, in the mornings or whatever, <clears> but <throat> to the us who've known you forever and stuff, I don't oh, really that, notice that's anything. Because yeah. in my head, it sounds very different. No, yeah. it's no. just, it's it a little... It sounds nice. Yeah, it's, not, it's a little like deeper, it, yeah. a little more raspy, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like, I could you say Smelly Cat? Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat. I think you've always told a good story in your voice. I think it just reflects that you've walked a couple extra miles. Yeah. And it was it was really the most frustrating thing for me was that when I first got diagnosed and I've had uh, so much support and love it's been insane and people sending me books and I mean it's just a tremendous tremendous amount of love and support and uh, you know reading all the books on stuff and they're like so quit smoking I'm like okay don't do that they're like um, only eat organic food I'm like okay I already do that and they're like uh, lose some weight I'm like mm, I'm in pretty good shape and so like all of these things that they said that you should do I already did like yeah. most right. of them so you, I was you, really you mad you followed the steps yeah well they weren't <laughs> steps they, they, to me they were your life steps, steps that yeah. I did yeah well they were your life steps so and, you know until I, until they said oh this is because of this virus that lives in your body there was nothing you could have done about it. Like this, right. this for you, which is why for other, if it hadn't been for the virus, it would have been stage four because then it would have been an environmental thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But for me, it, it wasn't. And if anything, I was already doing all of this stuff right. that they have you do the second you're right. diagnosed. Right. So, Could you imagine if you weren't so healthy and, and were compromised when that was hitting and, and you? And that's what they said. They're yeah. like, it, you're actually really lucky that you take care of yourself the way that you do because you're strong enough to fight it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what's next for Kay Taylor? Um, Where are you going? Where are you going? What's up? KTG. Um, KTG. Moving um, back to Colorado? No, there's snow here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so... Um, I'm trying. I'm just trying to build up strength and endurance, uh, and I got my master's in education before I got sick because I knew that I'd want to do something different. Like October, uh, really changed me, mm-hmm. and I was definitely to the point where even though I dealt with death and dying and, and sick kids my entire career of 25 years, uh, seeing that just kind of was a tipping point. So I knew that I was gonna something was gonna have to change. So I went and got my master's degree because I was already a teacher and loved teaching stuff and nursing classes. Um, it's and, the best. Uh, nice background noise. It is, is so it? the best. My whole yeah. leg is vibrating guys. like it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Snoring like a yeah. sailor. Um, so I'm hoping to get a teaching job. Uh, but like just, nurse teaching? Yeah. Or, okay. Look, yeah. Okay. And she's going to do classes at Blake Street and other restaurants and businesses for like CPR and Heimlich yeah. and all those other things and how to use a DFib. And, and AED. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know, they're everywhere, but people don't know how to use yeah. really, truly right. use them right. Are yeah. you going to start your own business doing that? Or are you going to... Um, ironically, I started my own business a couple years before I got sick because I was teaching at uh, one of the military places. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about the military it's place, okay. but there was a military <laughs> place in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Scandal. Um, and they can't pay individuals to come <laughs> well, teach Area 51. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I had actually had to start my own LLC so that I could continue to teach for them. So oh, I actually nice. do have my own business already. It's just I haven't done anything with it in two years since I've been sick. Okay. So, um, yeah. If, so we'll see what if happens. people yeah. wanted to uh, inquire about your services, where would they find you? Uh, healthcarecornerstones.org. That's nice. short for org. org. And it's, it's like this. It goes. I I think um, I don't know if that was a finale thing, 
But before we go, I yes. definitely want to hear, uh, I think a lot of people would hear, the beautiful story of how you got your dog eyeballs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is the yeah, best yeah. story. This, I yeah. can't wait. Because we're, we're so pet friendly here, and that's yeah. the biggest thing. I how, mean, how are we doing on time? Oh, Marriage. Do we need a break before the eyeball time. story? No, no, we're totally okay. fine. Yeah, we're good. We're yes, good. I mean, that's okay. one of the biggest things is here we do bring our dogs to the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, yeah. if you hear jingles, jingles, and you hear snore, snore, snore. You can tell you know he's what? excited to be that's here. That's what we're about. We're good witch, bad witch, but. If you hear me, like where I sound like I'm in another room, <laughs> it's usually because Fiona's on my lap and I'm way back here. Yeah. So, that's yeah. She does. yeah. But that's one of the best things is that we do we do have our pets here. But yeah, let's hear, uh, God, Mr. I got to meet Mr. Eyeballs today. And I am so infatuated with this dog. And, he, and clearly he loves you too. So yeah. he's a super so pet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, it was a it was five a little over five years ago, and people don't realize how cold it gets in Las <laughs> he Vegas. He doesn't care but about his own story. He doesn't care. He's like, I have lived it. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so people don't realize how cold it gets in Vegas. It's a desert. It gets hot, but equally as cold. So yeah, super cold night. Pipes were bursting, all sorts of stuff. I came home from work. It had been a really crappy night at work, so I was not in a good mood. Just wanted to get into my house, get warm, go to bed. And I'm bringing things in through the side garage. And what literally was wrapped up to my eyeballs. Like, I couldn't... I had my jacket all zipped up. I had a scarf on, like a hat on. And just... It was morning time, and I'm just tired and just want to go to bed. So I'm bringing my stuff in. And then as I'm walking out to get my final load of stuff and bring it in from the car... I noticed that my front gate is kind of partway open. So I'm immediately like cursing out the Amazon driver, right? I'm like, God, were you born in a barn? Close that <laughs> gate before you. Who does that? Why would you come in and leave the gate open? And I tried to close it and it wouldn't close. I'm like, what the hell? So I looked down and there's this plastic blue box with this nasty t shirt in it. I'm like, what the is that? And I see this little, not where his name comes from, but I see this little eyeball peeking up at me from this t shirt. And I was like, what is happening? So I go running in the house, throw a a beach towel in the dryer to warm it up. Because, again, it is freezing outside. And I'm trying to Google, like, how to make puppy formula and all this stuff. Wrapped him in a beach towel to warm him up. And I had seen this pink stuff in the T-shirt. So I thought it was placenta. Like, I thought he was a newborn puppy. Mm. And he was itty-bitty, itty-bitty, itty-bitty. Um, so, you know, he's wrapped up in this, this warm beach towel and I'm throwing things around trying to find a syringe and I'm trying to feed him. And one of my special skills as a pediatric nurse is calling a children by the wrong sex. Even if there's a giant pink bow in their hair. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? And the parents are like, that's a girl. Like, really? So I learned many years ago to start addressing my patients by what I'm doing to them. So if you've hurt your elbow, I'll be like, oh, that's your elbow, my friend. Is your elbow okay? What'd you do to your elbow, little friend? So talking to this guy, and I'm like, and I'm trying to feed him, and he keeps jamming his eyeball into my thumb every time I'm trying to feed him with the syringe. And I'm like, buddy, that's your eyeball. My little friend, that's your eyeball. That's your eyeball. That's your eyeball. So had uh, my partner at the time run him into the vet. We had friends that worked for that were pug specialists. So ran him in and they're like, well, what's his name? And he's like, uh, eyeballs? I don't know. <laughs> so turns out he had a massive rectal prolapse. So all of his insides were on oh, the outside. son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. that's not wow. where they go. Yeah, that's no. not no. where they go that's crazy. at all. So they think he was the runt of the litter. And every time he tried to poop, a little bit more of his insides came outside. Oh, poor little dude. So they put everything back in and stitched him together and said, if 
and gave him massive antibiotics and hydration and said good luck yeah basically yeah because i'm like well he's not going to make it like i know enough about stuff to know that he's so immunocompromised and who knows how long he's been out in the freezing cold and whatever and they said if he's still alive in a week bring him back wow and and didn't even weigh two pounds he weighed 1.8 pounds when i first got him he was about the same weight that our our nephew was one pound four ounces yeah Yeah, i could hold him in one hand Uh, so yeah, so so that was kind of and how look he at him became now. eyeballs, and then people were like, "You're not really going to name him eyeballs." Yeah, I'm no, like, "No, I'm not yeah. name. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. a badass name." Yeah, yeah. it's so, perfect for yeah. him. Well, and I think the thing that I mean, I I never knew Corinna as a as a dog person. I knew that she was friendly with dogs, but she wasn't like overly giddy about dogs the way that I right, was. Yeah. And she never really had. Well, she was traveling all the yeah, time. Yeah, I right. traveled too much. Yeah, My I mean, it was, was too. Yeah, it was yeah. just you know and stuff. And we so, were all shocked when you got a dog. No, seriously. Yeah, and that she was so like, in love with this yes, dog. This I mean, dog this, he has his own Facebook page. <laughs> for he has his own IG account. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's got a tattoo of this dog. Yeah, it's on her butt. Almost, maybe. She's got a tramp stamp that says, Eyeballs. Eyeballs. That's right. He's magical. You guys have to check this dog out. And and as you've heard, he's been snoring throughout this whole episode because he's he's done. He's like, I don't give a shit. He doesn't care. He's he's pretty badass, though. I mean, I got to tell you, I was very, very happy today because I got to meet him. He's he's been amazing. And yeah, I never had a dog because I always, I traveled too much. My shifts were too long. Like, if you can't be a good pet parent, whatever kind of or general parent for that matter like they don't yeah. have kids or pets you know exactly, and when my yes. shift is 12 hours which means it's actually 12 and a half because you get a 30 minute break which means with drive time i'm gone for You're 14, about 14 hours, hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. and that's if i'm not on a transport you know right. what i mean yeah. if i'm in arizona taking care of a sick kid and i'm technically clocked out i can't be like all right peace out see ya like yeah gotta i'm gonna go, 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 go home on yeah. my lunch and take my dog out yeah so yeah. it's just you know it's one of those things where i'm like my schedule is terrible i i wouldn't be a good pet parent so i'm not going to be a pet parent but i knew someday i wanted a dog but i yeah. always thought that i'd have a big dog i like the i've always liked the bigger dogs i like the pits that, so... and, and the rotties and stuff and so if you ever would have told me <laughs> my gosh, that i would have a pug i would have laughed at you like, right no i want no, a big dog I, I, well, I, I can hear you too i could see you being like i want a german shepherd or something right. like that well, and I, th- I think the other thing that's really funny is and not funny haha but <laughs> funny odd is like it was like divine intervention that whoever left that dog there dropped him to you yeah because nobody else would have had a syringe to or know what a rectal prolapse is right is that what that's called what is that yeah yeah i'd be like your insides are on that what yeah it's like coming out your butt yeah no he went you you have shit yourself no literally you shit yourself Mm -hmm. the neighborhood like i would we would go in circumferences Mm. no other pugs anywhere within miles of us that's crazy. certainly no puppies no idea who dropped them off we didn't have pets you know and people are like oh it's because you're a nurse i'm like i'm a nurse not a vet yeah, yeah. exactly Still, yeah. i know yeah. things but so, i don't know this many things yeah, he had so. a chance how he got there i have no idea wow um and he's he's been amazing he's the best travel dog ever he's been on planes that's so cool. how many been places have you taken him oh my gosh um, pretty much the only place I don't take him is is like you can't really take him to Hawaii. It becomes a okay. whole other thing. Yeah, because they have to. Yeah, quarantine. And, and internationally, yeah. I haven't taken him on any international trips just because I think that'd be mean to have him on a plane for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's driven and flown everywhere with me in North America that I've gone. Nice. 
Um, yeah, he buddy. loves his life. Can you hear that, guys? Yeah. yeah. He's just yeah. chilling, snoring. He's done all the national parks with my sister and I. Uh, we He likes going on ski lifts. Um, really? Yeah. Well, so in Vegas, we take him up during the summer. There's some hikes that we can do um, at Lee Canyon there, which is actually a ski area during the winter, and we, we all go up and, and do stuff up there. Dang. So, yeah, cars... He's great. Ski lifts, he's great. Planes, he's great. Like, whatever it is. It was yeah. meant to be. That that yeah. guy definitely was meant to be yours. That's like with Fiona. When we found her, and just, that was meant to be Lisa's dog. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's true love. Yeah. yeah. So when we went to visit you, what was it, Valentine's Day of mm-hmm. 2020 or mm-hmm. 2021? 21. Um, he went for a walk in the morning and a walk at night mm-hmm. because he was just like i'm not leaving you yeah yeah when you're ready i'll do whatever you need yeah. he never whined he never went to the door he never begged you for food he just was Get up nurturing you yeah. yeah yeah he's like well, you, i'll go when you're ready <clears throat> my sister took a picture when i was while i was in the midst of chemo and radiation we sort of made my bathroom into a not bedroom because <laughs> i really didn't sleep but we made it as comfortable as we could for me um, so we had like all these beach towels and stuff just piled on the ground because I was constantly on the floor, and uh, like I had my IV pole in there and all, and all this stuff. And my sister came in at one point and took a picture, and so the picture is me actually kind of looking back over my shoulder, like what the fuck are you doing? Although I couldn't talk at the time, I had actually picked up my phone and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, <laughs> don't take a picture of me right now. Are you kidding? Like, bleh. and she said, no, you'll want to see this later. I was like, all right, whatever. So forgot all about it, you know, because I was super duper sick at the time. And um, months later, she's like, I wanted to show you this. This is why I took that picture. And so Eyeballs is actually asleep, like, right behind me in the back. protecting you. Yeah, and she's just like, he would not let anyone come near you unless he knew that it was, like, one of us. He would always be like, what do you get? Oh, okay, you can come in. You're, mm. you're cool. Come on in. Nice. Yeah, and they're just like, he watched out for you. He was always right there. He wouldn't go very far. He would let us take him for walks. Uh, and he's actually been great physical therapy. Like, I knew when the chemo and radiation were really wearing me down because we normally go for about a mile walk every morning and a mile walk every night. And uh, so, like, I could three times around the park is, is and back to the house is a mile. So then I could go two times around the park before I just got too tired. And then it was once around the park. And then I could walk to the street where the park was and walk back. And then I have a little dog path behind my house so then I could just walk him down the path and back. And then one night, I was on all floors fours next to him in the path just barfing all over the place. So I'm like, oh, and we're done with walking now. <laughs> oh, so, man. you know, luckily I had friends and family that came in to help take care of me and they would take him for the walks. But then, And then when I started feeling better, I'm like, okay, let's see if we can make it down the path. Okay, we made it down the path. Okay, so next week, let's see if we can make it halfway just to the street where we cross to go to the park. And then, you know, let's see if we can... And then everyone would be like, oh, my God, Taylor and Eyeballs, oh, she's back at the park. And he's fantastic. And, you know, then they would help me and stuff and make sure that I was okay walking around once. And then my his buddy's parents would be like, let's, you know, let's see, you can do it. Let's get you around twice. You can do it. We're here to help you. And we'll drive you home if you need to. And so, you know... <laughs> He's been a great part of my physical therapy. I, I think the best mm-hmm. thing is how patient he was with yeah. you. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. he knew he knew that mom can't do it today, but we're going to mm-hmm. go this far. We're going to go this far. Mm-hmm. I mean, just how awesome is that? Pets know. I yeah. mean, pets yeah. know their your your limitations. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I am so glad that you've been here with us I love for you guys. Um, I love you guys. two whole days. Oh, yeah, thanks for we, spending we the night. For, no, yeah. it's and an I'm honor and a delight. And I, I'm um, 
so proud to know you as a person. Lisa and Daryl, don't you guys feel like this is a really cool thing that we can to share with other people? Yeah. Because yes. you're one of our few uh, long-term, you know, 30-plus years friend that wasn't a school friend or that, yeah. you know, yeah. so we get to introduce you to um a to whole people. new media. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, anyway, thank you for inspiring everybody, us included, and your dog. <laughs> inspiration. No, that, that oh, he, won't, he won't be going to Burning Man, by the way. He I doesn't want to say. No, no dogs allowed in Burning Man. Yeah, I yes. totally get that. But other yeah. dogs have a lot to live up to. Yeah, I mean, they do. Eyeballs, they do. Uh, well, and I think a, a lot standard. of other people have a lot to live <laughs> yes. up to as no, far no, as. No, no, no. Everybody, we, you know what? We all have our things. We mm. all have our challenges. We all have stuff to overcome. And, you know, there's never any judgment about who's got worse stuff or who whatever that's why i'm an open book i'm like you know what if if something that i've been through can help somebody else yeah. yes you know what i mean get therapy get the hbv vaccination learn to meditate take vitamins you know what i mean like just uh, then yeah. do it i you know I, that's what i want is for people to be happy and take healthy some, and have their you know, best the lives biggest thing is take some kind of advice yeah i mean there's so yeah. many people that don't believe in a lot of things you know, yeah. yeah, I think you were really good in the whole process too of your recovery of uh, balance in terms of pushing yourself, but also knowing when to rest. Yeah, yeah. It's just like okay, I can't do it today, but yeah. you know, this is what I like to do, and uh, you know, it, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, yeah. it's okay and, to and take I a day mean, off. I have some really bad days. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I wake up every morning and I do my morning gratitude journal and mm -hmm. my do a little meditation and I do my physical therapy because I know once my feet hit the floor other things are going to happen so right. you know and some days i wake up and i feel really sorry for myself and i'm boohooey and you know life's not fair and then i just go you know what that's okay mm -hmm. have a day take some time feel sorry for yourself that's not where you normally are in life and so just you don't have to have a reason mm -hmm. it's all right have a bad day let yourself have the feelings and then you know get over it and then tomorrow's a good day so I yeah. think that Annie said it best when she said the sun the, will come out it tomorrow. It will come out tomorrow. Or yeah. you yeah. might slip in your <laughs> bathroom it, or in the might, morning and cook it. Or yeah. it might be cloudy out tomorrow. How do it you know? It could be. You no, might need a new good. pair of glasses. <laughs> you might need some new glasses. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes Shelley, you're what kind of glasses by do you like? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a topic okay. for another day. Okay. Well, Alrighty, thank guys. you again. I thank love you. So I'm glad you're my friend. Yes. Oh, I love There's you guys. There's hugs all around right here. We will be back in a moment with the top five. What is it? It's the top, top five. Is it the top five? to go with the hair band thing. <laughs> so, our top five this week is the top five most inspiring women Love this. in our lives. Mine is not going to include my mother because I just think that that's a given. It's kind of almost so, a, yeah. Yeah, okay. and yeah. stuff. So mine is top five inspiring women that does not include my mom. You can include your moms if you want to. <laughs> I'm, mine's just uh, a given. Mom, and let's dude. just say yeah. that she's the... Extra no. added yeah. sure. bonus. Well, you know, that's that's truly like it is. That's who you would say the most. Yeah, She's and so I know it, and it's fine and whatever. So 
I'll start because why not? Um, my number five is Deb Molinar. Oh, is one of my um, she's, motherfucking ham. She, she, she has a motherfucking ham. <laughs> she was our third guest. I yeah. Yep. Dude, and if you, you don't remember Deb, go back to our third episode. She's from Detroit. She's about twenty years older than us. And she hey, is no, probably, she's not. She's the same age as us. She Deb, acts and looks younger Deb than for us. Your <laughs> she, yeah, she acts younger than us, and she's in better shape than any of us. And <laughs> exactly. She's an amazing, and has amazing more shoes woman. Than any of us. Yeah, yes. and she's the one that I look up to very, very highly in stuff. So on my number five, my friend Deb is one of my most inspiring women. Very nice, because I thought about Deb. Too. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. If I can add to that, they're just such a, a matriarchal family, full of inspiring women. Yeah. And her mother was, if correct me if I'm wrong, the first person to graduate as a nurse, nurse. while she was pregnant. Yes. In the United States. Mm-hmm. And she was pregnant with Deb. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, there's yep. some strong ass bitches. That's, that's one. Like I said, like, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's mm-hmm. a good episode to go back to because she had so much information. Yes. Yeah. And she's half black. Yes, well, that's true. She's part, part she, black. She's got a little bit in there. But yeah. um, when I'm talking about inspiring women, maybe I shouldn't call Hold them strong on, ass bitches. Here. Well, so okay. just women. Yeah. Women. women. Yeah. Daryl, there's a, some visual action going on here that people are missing. Yeah. So to your point, if I could go next. You yes. didn't want to include your mom, so I hear you. I see you. My number five is Alta K Majors. So my mom is badass for lots of different reasons, but uh, I think being any sort of military or police wife or a doctor's wife or anything like that, you um, oftentimes get identified as somebody else's partner when you have your own awesome things going on yourself in a right. time of, you know, there's feminism but only in certain circles and you can say things but only in certain ways and you have to be a lady and you have to be this and you have to be that and she did all of those things i think without really giving a damn and raised three really likable kids you know we're not any of us are rich but we're successful in our happiness and our mental health i think and um i think ltk majors is awesome i love her i love her yeah yes uh mine is amelia Earhart. yeah Amelia Bearheart. <laughs> she just went. I mean, went out and she did things that men used to do. Yeah. And did she proved them wrong to do better things and broke records? And, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, God, what an incredible woman! Totally. I would love to have met her. Totes my goats. Yes. My number four is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. I think that she broke a lot of the boundaries mm-hmm. in the LBGTQ mm-hmm. um, plus era and did things in in that a lot of people didn't do at the time and totally. she was very very brave to come out when she did mm-hmm. and then to stand by um her I laurels. love the way that she came out and she didn't even really like she announced oh shit I just came out right mm-hmm. yeah you know? she yeah she's amazing she was a pioneer and yes. so funny so very yeah. very funny and made the the coming out part more incidental it's just like Okay, that's a part of who I am. It's not who I am. Well, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then to be to go on to do so much more for just yeah. you know to, the world and yes. everyone, and to give kids the courage and and all of that. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. That's an a good amazing one. woman. Very, very that's great one. one. I love that one, honey. I have a feeling I'm going to steal this from Daryl Brown, uh, Joan Jett. 
So one of the is that really on there? No, oh, but I, love, I love yeah. the fact that you said that. Yeah, yes. yeah. But Joan Jett and the Runaways with Lita Ford and everything, just uh, pioneers and in a man's world and doing it and not giving a shit and yeah. with talent and not just Hell yeah. you know they were all super foxes and stuff. But it wasn't such a a manufactured thing like it is today. It's mm-hmm. like no, I can sing and I can play the guitar. Right, and just watch me. So, yeah. yeah. Oh no, that that it. was that That's was a great incredible one. one. Thanks. Yeah. Um, my my number four is Betty Ford. Oh yeah, start um, at the center because it takes somebody that has a disease mm-hmm. to admit that they have a disease that helped so many people, you know, overcome and and you know, the the Betty Ford clinic and everything. Mm-hmm. Just seriously, she is a, an intriguing woman. I've read a lot about her. That's you know? a great one. And it just just the good she's done for a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't you know. But yeah, yeah, Betty Ford. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, great. Job. good job. Good job. Number four. Recovery's <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Princess Diana. Oh, oh yes. You know she is a candle in the wind. I Quite. love her. Yeah. Quite. So many uh, charitable works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raised a couple of really good kids. And mm. was so shy and mm. didn't really want the spotlight the way that she did. Right. But you thrust into the, a crazy situation. Yeah. So and you stole mine. So I got to redo. Oh yeah. You uh, were Princess Diana. You know I love Princess Diana. I know you do. She's I'm really wonderful. sorry about that. I'm yeah. sorry I took your number. Whatever. But I, I'll I'll do another one. Okay. Cool. And that was number three. That's a really good one. Cool. Yes. Uh, my number three. Since I did zero research, I I hope that I'm not doing this incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's Madame or Marie or both, but uh, Curie, you know, like curing diseases and shit. And uh, one of the early female scientists that we know of and uh, saved millions of lives. And again, it's just like, it's a man's world. And she's like, don't care. Doing it. So you're welcome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Marie Curie. The end. Marie Curie? Yeah. Marie Curie. Curie. (laughs) She invented green curry. Yeah, oh, the coconut stuff on Thai food. Perfect. Yes. yes. Oh, good. Uh, it's a it's historically good. accurate it show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very great. Very My number three is Nancy Reagan, because I think at a time when people really weren't paying attention to a lot of things, they didn't take the the first lady like even serious. Not really. She, Just you know, say no, Darren. They were like, ornamental. You know, yeah. it, it, yeah. Betty Ford, because I said before, but Nancy Reagan came out and she did the you know she did all those programs that just yes. say no problem. She did a lot, which. Kind of, I think, in my mind, gave other uh, first ladies, first ladies, like we can, we can We're talk, a voice. we, we yeah. can speak, and we can do more. Exactly. Uh, I would have had uh, Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. beautiful, you know. I mean, stuff like that. But it always seemed like the uh, the wife, the the president's wife, just kind of took a step back. Right, and then you they know, got the power sense. to do good things. Yeah, yeah. and I, were, I think she was yeah. one of the ones that kind of, we can do more. We can do more for this country. That's, yeah, and I never really no. thought about it, but that, yeah. I think you're true. I think you're true. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm tired. Yeah, she was one of the first <laughs> okay. uh, famous ones in our lifetime, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number two is Oprah. Oh, Opie. Oh. You know, you know <laughs> Opie. I, I, like I call her Opie. Opie gone bad. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I just go, oh. Opie. Yeah. And stuff because you know, oh, yeah, just, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh, what a good one. She it's just Oprah. I mean, that's all there, that's all there is to say about it. It's beautiful, yeah. Sound. 
Uh, so. Yeah, no, she again um, knocked down a lot of barriers, and and mm-hmm. it's like you, you can do anything. You yeah, can do and, anything. You know, she's she started out at like a like a weather girl a on 20th, some Chicago yeah. channel well, or something. They were very poor. Yes. And, you know, and you know, I mean, she had a lot of things to overcome and yeah. to become. I believe one of the most powerful women in the world right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, if not the well, most if she, powerful. Well, exactly. Woman. I mean, she, how many channels does she own and, and books and everything? You know, she yeah. just great. has. I mean, she knew how to market. Mm-hmm. She knew how to market herself. She knows how to speak. She's so articulate, and she's just a very inspiring, yeah. amazing woman. Totally. So, that, that's a great one, so honey. O H O H O O H. Oprah. Was that your number two? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say my number two is uh, in honor of our nurse friend, Florence Nightingale. I heal the sick. That's what she said. That's my imitation of her. That was her catchphrase. I like how you do that. I heal the sick. sick. (laughs) That's her bumper sticker. (laughs) What what do you do, Florence? (laughs) I heal the sick. I'm the OG nurse. I heal the sick. Right? Nice. I liked her bumper sticker. I'm going to get one of those. I don't even know if they had cars then. No, I don't either. Again, not a historically accurate podcast <laughs> nice nice uh my number two is a tie and it should be a tie at number two uh both my grandmothers my grandma brown and my Aww. grandma darling my grandma brown just was the sweetest woman i had ever met and everything just with like just the grace one my grandma darling is the one that taught me how to cook oh i love that i mean i went to her house and she would sit there and teach me how to do it. and she was the cook at my elementary school Oh, that's pretty so, amazing. So, I mean, but just this woman was, they, they both were amazing. I can't, I, that's why I said they, they're, she it's, raised it's a, a tie. Yeah. It's a tie. <laughs> I, like, I, I like ties. Yeah. Yes. Because then you get, you get one more. Yeah. I like Thai because it reminds me of Marie Curry. I love Thai food. <laughs> yes. And Pad Thai. Yes. Thai. Pad Thai. Okay. Um, my number one is Anne Frank. Oh. Yeah. I think that she, I mean, Get out of here. Do you have to explain? I don't have to explain myself next. <laughs> no. Lisa Frank. That's my number one. Gosh, be, be Frank. Lisa <laughs> Frank is so amazing because of the colors. Yeah, Josie and, and the Pussycat. And sometimes you just can't put kitty cats right. and rainbows and all... Okay, she wrong Frank. <laughs> wrong Frank. Mine Frank was, the tank. Mine Frankly, was Anne dear. Frank. Oh, which makes sense. Which Who is more inspiring than Lisa Frank? A little bit, yes. Okay. A Not as bit. colorful? Nope. Uh, I didn't have a number one, so I'm going to just let it slide. Okay. Nice, Go ahead, nice. Dee. Uh, my number one, of course, would be my mother, who I miss dearly. She would have loved being a part of this. Totally. She would have been here and been like, okay, let's We'd talk. We'd have had to take her, like, <laughs> buy her <laughs> take hair her and take her off the, the <laughs> KDN, get off the mic. It's not your turn anymore. My, my mother would have tore the shit out of this We're show. We're like part 73 with the Deanne <laughs> Brown podcast. Didn't she have a, a filthy mouth? Did oh, she my love mom, to cuss my mom fucking, she could, she could cuss better than any fucking man that walked the earth. I mean, <laughs> But no, it's it, she. She did. She was just. Everybody thinks her mom's the greatest, but my mom was just a unique, different person at times. I'm like, and there was a time when my ex-wife was separating from her husband at the time, and Lisa freaked out. She goes, "What if? What you know? What if Daryl wants to get? You know, they're going to be separated, and, and if he wants to get back together with Lisa." And my mom told Lisa, "She goes, oh for." Fuck's sake, Lisa. Get over Get yourself. your shit together. Get over yourself. He loves you. Right. Oh, that sounds great. But that, that's one thing I do. I, I miss my mom's, like, sailor cuss. 
Yeah. But. And it sounded like she knew it. She knew her own mind. <laughs> do we want to give uh, our, our special guest, did you have one that you wanted to do? Or are you good? What? A, of inspiring women. We're, Who's we're one of your you most the, inspiring oh, women? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I get to pipe yeah. on that. Uh, sure. Just, why not? She just oh. flew back in. I had, yeah. Oh, all right. Back in. Hang on. Oh my gosh, the pressure of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I kind of put her under the gun. Oh my goodness. Sorry. I was snuggling yeah. with my dog over yeah. there, just watching you guys. She was snoring with the dog. I was snoring with the dog. Oh, were, were we still yeah. here? What's happening? Uh, it could oh, be your number one famous most inspiring or not famous, woman. whatever. Yeah. Um, Stevie Nicks. Ooh, oh, yeah. Stand yeah. Back. Stand yeah. Back. You know, just. She's, you know, she's been through it all. Like yes. she's had sex with her own men. She's had sex with her bandsmen. They've ri- written these amazing and you know, beautiful songs. In this day and age, when it takes ten people to write a song that are two sentences long, yes. And she's just like, oh yeah, I, I got fucked you. my best friend's husband, and here's a song about it, and I'm gonna make him play guitar. That's right. <laughs> right. That song. Yeah. That's it's badass. And to survive all the drugs you know the and all the insanity and, and look gorgeous yeah. doing it. Just and she was my hero growing up. She's like, a I just, witch. Yeah. That's a great one. And she's a witch. And, and she's, she's a, a witch. witch. See, a did witch. you like how I brought that all in? Yeah, you that did. was yeah. that came Boom. to fruition. Yes. Full so with sweet, that sweet. being said, up all night, top all day. That's right. We'll be back with the Man Witch Minute. Now, ladies, it's time for the Cosmic Seeker of Love. He's more than just a meal, and he ain't no sloppy joe. Oh yeah, he's the man witch. Oh yeah. All right, guys, back. Hey, this is my time to shine. It's the Man Witch Minute. Oh, my God. We have been waiting for this, seriously, for this interview for quite some time. And I am so, so pleasured and happy that we got to have our friend that has many names. It's Kate Taylor. <laughs> Corinna. What, what, I don't know what she goes by, but uh, just, just beautiful. And just take a lot from this show because there was a lot of messages about a lot of issues. And, you know, we make fun of a lot of things, and that's our thing to do. But if you're out there and you have some issues in your life, always remember there's somebody out there that loves you, that will take care of you. Speak out and don't hide it. We love you. We are the good witch, bad witch. I'm your man witch. Out. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast once again. Go to our website, goodwitch-badwitch.com, to get the link to all of the things um, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you all. And that's about it. If you do one goddamn thing today, stay witchy, my friends. Gosh, stay bitchy.